This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And I am here with you, Dante Marcatelli, and I will host Magic Drive Time here on this Monday evening. Great to be talking with you again, Magic fans. Our producer is Jake Chapman. And unfortunately, the Orlando Magic fall to the Indiana Pacers yesterday, 109-102. The Indiana Pacers without Victor Oladipo, without Miles Turner, without Jeremy Lamb, even without Goga Batadze. Big, big pickup for them during the, during the draft. But in all, all kidding aside, that's uh, that's a lot of firepower that's out of that lineup. And the Indiana Pacers grabbed the win. Demata Sabonis, 21.16 rebounds, 7 assists. Malcolm Brogdon, 19 points, 8 assists. But the big difference, T.J. McConnell and Dougie McBuckets, Doug McDermott. T.J. goes for 12 points, 8 assists. That doesn't tell the whole story. For some reason, we never take that guy seriously. So I want to touch into that uh, here in a few moments. And Doug McDermott, 18.7-13 shooting. This guy came in red hot. He's in quite a zone right now, as was T.J. McConnell, by the way. Uh, With the injuries that they've suffered, uh, T.J. having to play spot minutes and had 17 in the previous game coming in to yesterday. So the Magic now 1-1 one one on a season-long five-game homestand, 3-7 and seven on the season, 12th in the Eastern Conference. And this is not what we expected yesterday, and I think Steve Clifford is exactly right. He, he goes, I'm shocked and I'm disappointed, you know, surprised and disappointed. And, and I am too, quite frankly. You are cruising. After one half a play, you're leading 60-51. to 51. Then you get outscored 30-17 to 17 in the third. And in the second half, it's 58-42. to 42. Uh, you, Really, T.J. McConnell and Doug McDermott, came in and hit you right in the mouth and you never responded same with Sabonis as well so we'll touch on McConnell we'll touch on that second half Orlando's offense 15 three-pointers yesterday I mean you can't ask for that that's a season you can't ask for more than that that's a season high for them uh still dead last in three-point percentage dead last in offense still struggling mightily on that end and and that's where I want to start and and Jake I'll kind of come to you on this we'll we'll touch on this because I want to break down that second half, okay? Orlando was cruising. You're winning 60-51 to 51 at halftime. You're feeling good. They start this third quarter through the Indiana Pacers on a 12-0 run. Here's what Orlando did offensively, Jake. Jonathan Isaac turnover. Markel Fultz missed three. Markel Fultz missed floater. Jonathan Isaac missed three. Aaron Gordon turnover. Evan missed Aaron Gordon missed reverse. Evan Fournier missed three. You're 0 of 7 to start that third quarter before Evan finally makes a three to tie things up at 63 apiece. For the Indiana Pacers, you get a holiday layup. Then you get a holiday miss, offensive rebound that leads to a Warren jumper. So you score in your first two possessions. So bonus layup, Malcolm Brogdon jumper. And then you get a so you and then you get a TJ Warren miss, but a Devonis Sabonis rebound. You get a layup, a floater. So you're they start six of eight to start the third quarter, 12-0 run before going on a 30-17 third quarter. And for me, Jake, the frustration is, yeah, it's early, yeah, it's game 10, but still you're, you're what now, a tenth of the way through the season here, you know, and, and you're, you're an eighth of the way through the season, actually, you've played 10 games, and it's, it's, it's time to start 
digging out of these holes. These are things we did two, three years ago where one guy decides, okay, it's, it's time for me to get a basket, and it's one pass and a shot, one pass and a shot. This team is not built this way. It never was. They had made so many strides last year, especially the last 31 games, and this is this is not winning basketball the way they started that third quarter and just couldn't get it going, just 42 points in the second half. Yeah, it's – We've seen this problem a couple times over the course of the season, Dante. Remember that stretch where Steve Clifford said, we're starting halves poorly. We've gone five right. straight halves um, starting poorly. And that was what ultimately led to Markel Fultz being inserted in the starting lineup. I think, obviously, you came out of the halftime locker room yesterday with a nine-point lead. You had a 60-point half. They got... They got fat and happy. You know, they thought they were uh, they could rest on their laurels. And the one thing that we haven't seen so far this year that we saw last night, D, was uh, you know a fifty-eight point half, a thirty-point quarters. The defense was bad right. for the entire right. second half of that game. And you know that's across the board. That's not just the starters, and that's not just the way you started the third quarter. Because as you said, McDermott and McConnell were the ones who really put the Pacers over the top, and that was later in the third quarter and early in the fourth. Offensively. You felt like you had some things figured out, especially after you put 60 points up in the first half. But like you said, this team does not have that guy. I mean, I think about the Stan Van Gundy years and and the way that both of these teams are kind of made. Stan Van Gundy used to always say, and Steve Clifford says all the time, we're not built that way. We need to move the ball. We don't have James Harden where you hand him the ball and you say, go get us a bucket, You know, stop the bleeding right now. This Magic offense is reliant on ball movement. It's reliant on their defense creating easy points for them. And for about two games there, you're pretty comfortable with, as Cliff says, you know, just playing ball when, when the offense breaks down, just moving the ball and getting an easy look. And it looked really good for a half last night. Didn't look good there in the second half. But the defense, you know, you can't expect the defense to be perfect all season long. You're going to have correct. halves like that where you run into a hot shooting team. And, you know, if the offense is only going to give you 17 points in the third and 25 right. in the fourth, you're going to lose that game. And you know what, for the first time, and I will say, it was the first time this year where the offense was not clicking and it affected him on the defensive end, right. I will say. But, but Jake, you sat courtside. It was the first game you went to. You did a great job on the network uh, here on 96.9 The Game. And it, it, it just looked so disjointed to start that third quarter. And, it, and it, listen, it's not who this team has been this year, which I get that. For the most part, they have moved the basketball. They've just missed shots. They've got good looks, wide open looks, maybe more wide open looks than anyone in the NBA just haven't knocked them down. So they have been good at moving the basketball. But it just seemed like last night guys looked at the box score and Quentin Richardson made the point uh, on the postgame show, and I, and I think it happens to every NBA player, every NBA team at times, Okay, we're rolling, we're cruising, now let me get mine. Yep. It's a chance for me to jump in there, and, and it's a chance for me to pad my stats. Well, you go down, you, you force something, you get a turnover, you, you take a bad three, you dribble out the entire shot clock, and, and then take a bad shot. It gives the other team momentum, and, and they need to know this. These guys have been in the league long enough now. Jonathan Isaac, just year three, so I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't fault him so much for that, but, but the other guys... You know, and Markel Fultz is learning his way too, and he tried to make something happen with with a couple of those first shots. But but as a collective unit, the, these guys should know better by now. And and I think offensively, you know, I I never understood it in the course of a game when when you find something that's working, it's so hard to score, especially for this team. That when you find something that's working, why you ever go away from it anyway? I I do find that. Staggering, and it happens to every team, and it happens to every team at some stretch throughout the season. But it certainly got us, and and it was a that was a brutal third quarter to watch. You couldn't get anything going offensively, and then it affected you. And then for some reason, 
Jake, this team does not take T.J. McConnell seriously. Mm. I don't know what it is. That guy has perennially uh, hit us in the mouth. And, you know, Doug McDermott runs hot and cold, but he's off to a great start to the season. Uh, so you have to take him serious. But T.J. McConnell subs in at the 328 mark of the third quarter. Orlando's enjoying a two-point lead. So even as bad and as poorly as they started the third quarter, you still mustered enough offense. At that point, you're, you're 13 points in. Late in the third quarter, you, you muster some offense, and, and then you just let T.J. McConnell do whatever he wants. He grabs two assists, two baskets, uh, and, and a 10-4 run to close out that third quarter. Then this is how he starts the fourth. A T.J. McConnell lay-in, a T.J. McConnell jumper, a Sabonis lay-in from T.J. McConnell, a T.J. jumper, a McDermott jumper from T.J., and then a McDermott lay-in from T.J. Wow. So you're, you're, you're now halfway through the fourth quarter, and he scored six points and accounted for, what, three, six, eight others. <laughs> I mean, this guy came in, and nobody was anywhere near him, and he changed the game. Now, now this team, you know, the Magic, the way it's designed defensively, they'll, they'll let you get mid-range jumpers because they're not high percentage. But when this guy is rolling like he is, I mean, you you got to get out there on him. And, and uh, it, it, they never made the adjustment, and that was frustrating because you, you – that the way Indiana played last night is how we played the final 31 games of the year, and we've not seen that yet. That urgency and, and moving the basketball there for each other the entire game. We've seen it in doses. We've seen it for three quarters, three and a half quarters. Uh, it looked pretty good against Memphis, I, I will say that. But we we've got to play that way for an entire game. Well, and Dante, I'll go back to the first half. Terrence Ross comes out and hits his first four shots, and he takes two more shots the rest of the night, right? Now, the, the yes. Pacers did a great job. I, I think Cliff sure. said after the game they were top-locking him, and they were just basically denying him the ball. But with that said, you go back to you know to what McConnell and McDermott did. McConnell, who has a sense, hey, Dougie McBuckets is heating up. Let me feed the guy. Let me get him rolling. That's what this Magic offense needs, and that's what it's missing right now. Is and you know whether or not you want to say it's it's guys getting their own or whatever. The bottom line is, if you see something that's working, you have to work hard right. to continue that work. You have to facilitate it, and you have to get the hot hand, the basketball. And the Magic weren't able to do that in the first half, and then in the second half, you know they didn't go back to it. And I think it's a you know, it's just sort of a disjointed sense of, um, of of playing for each other. You look at the Pacers, and and that team looks like they're on a string, and they're all on the same page on both ends of the floor. And we've only seen that for uh, for periods so far this year from the Magic. Yeah, you're right. We've only seen it, and I think you know, as fans, as even as us as analysts and broadcasters, we we're looking at last year, and and we're saying at some point we're going to get back to that team. And I think last night, coaches know it, players know it. You know, there's no carryover. You, every year is a different year, so yep. they're not surprised by any of that. But I think for us, you're thinking at some point it's going to click, and you're going to be exactly who you were last year. Last year is last year. This is a completely new team, a completely new group that's trying to find their way, and they're not there yet. And we're not promised a, a playoff spot this year. And they have to find that urgency, and they have to come together. And I think they will. Again, we're talking just 10 games in. But at the same point, you are an eighth of the way through the season. So you are. if this continues in, in games like this at home against a, uh, a, an injury-decimated team in the Indiana Pacers, that, that's a game you have to win. 
I'm sorry. That's a game you have to win. And those guys play hard, yes, and they made shots, yes, but uh, you, you got to get those guys under control. That that second unit should never come in and do what they did to you last night, and they hurt you. And, that, and you know, you hope that that's not one of those games at the end of the season uh, that costs you somewhere in the standings or potentially even a playoff spot. Now, I have no doubt that they're going to get it right, and, and eventually they're, they're going to get back on track, but – but a lot of frustration for me in last night's contest, and, and hopefully they'll bounce back. And, and I, I, do, I, I worry not one bit about the effort that they're going to bring on Wednesday because <laughs> Philadelphia comes to town, and if you don't bring it against the Sixers, you're going to get embarrassed on your home floor. Yep. And then they always get up for those games and, and those teams. But that no matter what they do the rest of this homestand, that's a disappointing loss, and I, and I, think, you, and I think they understand that. And, and I th- Now let's turn the page. Let's not have any of those lapses again. Let's understand that everybody in the NBA can play, and if you let your guard down, you're going to get beat. And I think that was exactly what happened uh, here last night. So you're one and one on the homestand. You've got three games remaining, and next up will be the Philadelphia 76ers on Wednesday. OrlandoMagic.com is how you get your tickets for that one. You got Joel Embiid in the building, Tobias Harris coming in the building as well. They play the night before. Uh, they'll play the Cleveland Cavaliers. So you might catch a little bit of a break. Uh, maybe you get some tired legs. Maybe not. <laughs> you got, but uh, maybe an opportunity to get out and, and run on them. And, Simmons is and, out right and, now too, D. Yeah, and Simmons is out with the shoulder. So you you might. And again, that that's I think that's partly frustrating too. Because you can't look ahead, and, and Steve Clifford is exactly right. I, I wake up in the morning, I say, who do I have, and I, I just look at that game. I just got to get through that game. But if, if you and I can look ahead, you're now looking at the Toronto Raptors to start that road trip without Kyle Lowry and Serge Ibaka, potentially, right? Ibaka could be back by then, but most likely not. You had the Pacers with 15 guys out, and <laughs> you weren't able to take advantage of that. You've got Simmons out for the uh, for the Philadelphia 76ers. Potentially. Uh, you know, yeah, exactly, but potentially, potentially. And then you go back to Indiana, and you still got some guys out. There's no Victor Oladipo. So, so you're playing games against teams that, one, are trying to find their way and are battling through injuries. So I think that's frustrating to, to, to not take advantage of that. But one thing I will say, Jake, I, I think we can all agree, and you touched on it, Terrence, Terrence Ross. I think that was huge. He'd been... Uh, missed the previous couple of games with a sore right knee, but to see him come out and knock down his first four shots, I would have given him 26 shots. Uh, (laughs) I was kind of surprised that he wasn't running off six screens every possession just to get him open because we need him, and I thought that was a good sign. He finishes five of six for 12 points, a couple of rebounds, but uh, knocked down a couple of triples, and if we can start to get Terrence Ross working his way back, that's going to be huge for this club. I love what I've seen from Vooch for three straight games now. Yep. I love what I've seen from Evan for two straight games. We've The entire beginning of the season, all of the offensive woes, uh, we looked at those three guys, and we said, once you get T. Ross going off the bench, it's going to get fixed. Once Fournier gets going a little bit, it's going to get fixed. You're starting to see that a little bit, and that's what was so frustrating about the second half last night is the offense wasn't terrible. I mean, that third quarter, it was pretty right. bad, but the defense is what finally let you down. So it was almost like whack-a-mole last night. You solve one problem and then another one crops up yeah you're exactly right so uh, back at it on Wednesday against the Philadelphia 76ers and uh, you're right a couple of guys really have it going the last couple games Jonathan Isaac has 12 blocks in his last three games that's is that good that's not bad <laughs> This guy is just a menace. Uh, so, again, there's a lot to like, but I know there's nothing wrong with being frustrated with the, with the way things went yesterday. You learn from it, you move on, you get better, and, and you come out and you, you give the 76ers a game here on Wednesday. Still more coming your way on Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. We're going to look around the association, a couple of popular topics people are discussing right now. We'll be back in a moment here on 96.9 The Game.
When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Amway Center and cheer for Magic above all as the Orlando Magic battle the Philadelphia 76ers on Wednesday, November 13th. See the team take on Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the rest of the Sixers during one of the biggest games of the season. Tip-off is at 7 p.m. Another rebound, Orlando. That's Isaac. He'll take one step to the top and pack it down. Buy your tickets today at orlandomagic.com to see the Magic play the Sixers Wednesday, November 13th. It's big games above all. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof hey magic fans here's a pass that always leads to a score buy or renew a qualifying walt disney world annual pass at amway center this season and score a free orlando magic nike swingman jersey in the color of your choice one annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four walt disney world parks and an orlando magic jersey that's twice the magic visit the orlando magic team shop at amway center or orlandomagic.com annual pass for more information this is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Hill support you. For proving, we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Advent Health. Feel whole. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. Hey, Magic fans, when the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at PapaJohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. That's right, celebrate a Magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee, and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Visit rpfunding.com or call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. 
800-273-8634. Terms and conditions apply. See website in MLS 70168, Equal Housing. This is Mohamed Bamba of the Orlando Magic. Stuck in traffic? Then keep your dial on Magic Drive Time. Yeah, we appreciate it, Mo. Five points for you last night uh, in that contest against the Indiana Pacers. Boy, he shows flashes. He does some great things defensively, and and he's active on the glass. And, and then at times, he he does look a little uh, a little out of a little uncomfortable at times. But uh, that's to be expected for for all intents and purposes. Kind of going through his rookie season again. Four blocks, Just played Steve. Forty-seven. Yeah, played forty-seven games last night. But you'll take that, won't you? The four blocks. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. So one of the best uh, shot-blocking teams in the NBA. Mo's going to be just fine, and it was great to see some of those glimpses there last night. You can choose your games, lock in your seats, and save big with an Orlando Magic Flex plan. Experience magic above all and see the team take on top opponents like the Houston Rockets and the Los Angeles Lakers. What are you waiting for? Visit orlandomagic.com slash flexplans to purchase your plan today. Next up for Orlando, the Philadelphia 76ers on Wednesday, uh, 6.30 right here for our Pre-game show, 6.30 on Fox Sports Florida. OrlandoMagic.com is where you can get your tickets. Jake, as we look around the association, have you seen this Have you seen this Dion Waiters story? I, I, I know you have. And listen, I don't want to make light of what he went through. I do not doubt that that was a traumatic experience. Uh, of course, Dion Waiters with the Miami Heat apparently took a gummy or two uh, prior to his team's flight. They had to make an emergency landing as he had a panic attack during the flight, which I would imagine would be quite quite common. <laughs> But unfortunately, he's now, they now, now announced today he's been suspended 10 games. It's his second suspension of the season, conduct detrimental to the team a couple of times. Uh, Miami's absolutely rolling, Jake. They're 6-3. and three. They're rookies. None and Tyler Hero are playing terrific basketball. And now you got to deal with this. This is insane. I mean, this is this is classic Deion Waiters, it feels like. Yeah, it is. But it the, is. The, the most incredible part of this story to me, and there are a lot of incredible parts, <laughs> is the flight was from Phoenix to Los Angeles. What is it, like a 15-minute flight? Like, you, like, how many drugs do you need in your system to try to sleep uh, through a 40-minute flight from Phoenix to Los Angeles? Yeah, and then, true. I mean, it must have hit him pretty pretty darn hard. Um, again, you know, try, don't want to make too much light of the situation. Um, obviously, it was probably pretty traumatic for him, but... I mean, it, how long yeah, is this guy for the league? What, you don't know what happened if you're part of that staff and they have the panic attack, absolutely, and, and freaking out and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, you, but the, so they acted accordingly and they said it right. It could have been much worse, and thankfully it wasn't. But uh, just a lot of problems. He's got twenty five million dollars over the next two years, this year and next, owed to him. Uh, smells like a buyout, I would say, at some point. But uh, I don't know who's going to go near that, Jake. I, you know, I wouldn't I, touch him. Right? He's had his problems, as you know, in Cleveland. He's had problems in OKC. And, and now a couple of incidents back-to-back in Miami. So talented, and that's the that's the real shame there. And you felt like maybe Miami was the right spot for him. He started to put it together when he first got there. Obviously, Pat Riley um, has has good experience of, of getting guys like Dan Waiter, uh, yes. Waiters on the right, right track and, and Spo as well. Um, it's a, that's a strong organization, and for them to not be able to sort of make things click into place for them, uh, it's a shame. Another story, Jake, did you see this with the New York Knicks? The brass came out and said they're disappointed with their 2-8 and eight start. I don't know that that's, they can be incredibly surprised by that. Uh, what, what, a, what a swing and a miss, unfortunately, for that organization. They were setting themselves up nice this summer, uh, but it kind of took a different turn. And, and I just I, I like David Fisdale. I think he's a fantastic coach, and, and I hope he does not end up being the fall guy there. Same, D. I think it just shows you the uncertainty. If you're, if you're planning on free agents coming and if you're planning yeah. on – 
landing the number one pick, especially with the changes to the lottery, that's risky. I mean, you're, you're not guaranteed anything by losing a right. whole bunch of games. And so, um, you know, maybe lesson learned for them. How great is this, though? The Boston Celtics, 7-1, and one, a terrific start to the season. And I love Gordon Hayward, what he did to start this year. You knew he wasn't right last year coming back from that gruesome foot injury. It tends to take these guys that second year, and he was absolutely rolling. And then he breaks a bone in his hand. So I, I think that's a shame. And, and what, a, what a terrific start to the season for him. And you know, hopefully he's able to come back at some point and help that ball club. Yeah, I, it really, really stinks for him. I think the entire league was rooting for him. I, I don't think people realize how, how rugged a player Gordon was before that injury. Like finally getting back to what he does best, which is being a great athlete and, and really sort of bowling ball his way into the paint. That's what we were seeing. And what was it last week? Um, I've got, I forgot the stat line he put up, but he did it in Cleveland, the same building, obviously, where he had that gruesome injury. Um, I think he put up 30, yeah, 39, 39. points he put up. Yeah, um, so, yeah, certainly a shame. But hopefully this is one of those injuries where he's able to get back and, and, and get right back to where he was before the injury. Yeah, I think everyone thought it'd be Milwaukee and Philly up there, but it's been Boston who's taken the reins. And, and what a, another great story for them is Kemba Walker, an emotional return to Charlotte, but uh, 25 points a game for them. They've got four players on that team, averaging 18 or more. We'll get our look at them soon enough, and we've had some success with Boston over the last couple of years. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Magic Drive Time presented by International Diamond Center. Jake, let's shake off Sunday. Let's get back. Let's have a good practice here tomorrow and uh, and regroup and, and beat the Sixers here on Wednesday. Wait, I have to practice? <laughs> you don't You don't have to do any practice. Okay, good. No, 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 you're fine. That's That's better for everybody. That'll do it for this edition of Magic Drive Time. Have a great night, everyone. We'll be back at it tomorrow right here on 96.9 The Game. Our Magic never compromise on the court. And Magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Be there live when the Orlando Magic take on the Houston Rockets on Friday, December 13th at Amway Center. Come see Magic above all as DJ Augustine, Jonathan Isaac, and the team battle James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and the rest of the Rockets. It's your one shot to see them in O-Town. Buy your tickets now at orlandomagic.com to see the Magic play the Rockets Friday, December 13th. You won't want to miss this big game.